right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Pastor Eli James here along with Michael Swede. This is Bloodlines at, on Your Folk Radio. Today is August 8, 2021, and uh, we're going to be continuing our series on William Cameron's book, The Covenant People. And the final chapter is entitled, uh, Israel Arrives in America. So, uh, uh, not too many uh, books have been written about that subject, namely, but uh, uh, several people, and I don't know if he's going to get into it in this book here, have written that uh, the Americas were prophesied in the book of Isaiah and a couple of other places. And, of course, the King James translation occurred when, uh, well, b- before America was discovered, <laughs> or, or shortly afterward, 1492, right? So, the idea that the Israelites would uh, wind up in America was a, a far-fetched idea uh, even then, even in 1611. And, uh, of course, you had to be an Israel identity, or in, in those days, British Israel, in order to figure that out. Okay, so uh, this should be a very interesting chapter. Uh, your comment there here, Michael. Yeah, isn't this those reference that is that the on, Unwalled City? Because it's only in America that you have Unwalled City. That yeah. We have many- our there we have castles and, and, and ancient walls around our cities because of all the intrigues mm-hmm. that are between us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the civilized world, uh, the, uh, the ancient uh, structures, including Jerusalem, <laughs> which proves that we're not talking about uh, uh, the old Jerusalem. We're talking about the new Jerusalem. Uh, great, great article by Pastor Sheldon Emery, America. Or, um, the old Jerusalem is not the new Jerusalem, okay? So uh, the new Jerusalem is actually that, that city that comes down from heaven and settles. Uh, I think it's going to be headquartered here in America. Uh, I, I did a study of the, the acreage or the square miles uh, prophesied in the Bible, in the book of Revelation, and in Ezekiel. They're measured in different uh, uh parameters in Ezekiel it's it's measured in cubits or furlongs oh, cubits yeah and then the uh, in Revelation it's measured in furlongs but uh, somebody did a calculation that if you uh, do it both ways you wind up with the same amount of area okay <laughs> which uh, basically uh, is the central uh, uh, area of um, America the Midwest Okay, we we can forget the coasts; <laughs> they, they don't count anymore. They're they're totally controlled by Jews and liberals. All right, so uh, interesting stuff. So, you, you have any? Yeah, uh, come, go ahead. Yeah, it sounds like it as well. The cities, the big cities, are like all they're controlled by by communists, by by the Jewish. So yeah, it's the same here, and it's more in the countryside. It still exists some kind of Israelite society, somewhat here too. With mm-hmm. the, the farming culture and all the, but otherwise the city is gone. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's not much left in the cities to appreciate. <laughs> it's all been depreciating as we speak, right? So, uh, time to get out of the big city. Of course, that's one of the major messages we've been delivering here at Eurofolk Radio. The cities are going to burn. So, get out while you have the chance. Uh, but most of our people are already in rural areas. It's hard to get a, an identity gathering in a big city like Chicago, although we do have uh, occasional meetings. I've been so busy lately that we haven't had a meeting in a month. So I've scheduled one for the end of August. So uh, then uh, yeah, these people come from all over the Chicago area, mostly from the suburbs. Okay. 
and some from uh, from Wisconsin and Indiana, okay, to, to come to our meetings. So uh, far flung, uh, the Israelites uh, are, are staying out of harm's way <laughs> as much as possible. That's very important, okay? Yeah, so uh, just out of curiosity, Michael, uh, so do you live in a small town or are you, you in a Stockholm or uh, what's your location? Uh, yeah. My location is south of Stockholm. It is in a, in a suburb, more in a suburb that is it's on the out, out, outer of, uh, okay. of Stockholm. Though okay. Here, but I'm not in the central city because I never like that. So I always want to transgress out out of the cities because yes, they're, okay, they're all of uh, of garbage. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, well, uh, the, the suburbs uh, are considered the uh, little towns that surround a big city, and then the exurbs are those uh, communities that border the suburbs and farmland. <laughs> right. Uh, so it sounds like you're in the exurbs. Okay. So, yeah, um, maybe yeah. or something, but I, I always try to pro- get out, and I know that Yahweh will, will open up ways. He will open up uh, mm-hmm. helps for me. I, I can can do it because, uh, uh, but right now it's pretty. I mean, yeah. out in the south, I would never be in, in the city. Yeah, right. Okay, so uh, Israel arrives in America by uh, William Cameron. The book is the Covenant People which is really one of the uh, foundational books of Christian identity as taught here in America. There were several other pastors, you know, obviously the line from Henry Ford to uh, William, uh, uh, sorry, Gerald L.K. Smith and, and, uh, and others who were preaching the identity message uh, in America, uh, the Israel, that we are Israel message, not the Jews. Uh, had many uh, p- uh, preachers teaching it in the 20, early 20th century here in America, but uh, those those pastors and preachers, uh, they, their memory memory of them has been whitewashed. But uh, nevertheless, this line you can trace the line of descent from Henry Ford, William Cameron, Gerald L. K. Smith to uh, Dr. Wesley Swift and Bertrand Compare. There are several others in between there. But that's the general line of descent of the, uh, you know, ultimately becoming the two seed line message with Dr. Wesley Swift. And I forget, uh, he did not originate the two seed line message, but somebody in his uh, congregation did, and they they ran with it. Okay. So, but uh, this very important book, this is a landmark book for Israel identity in America. I don't think there's any better uh, description of it. how uh, Christianity, true Christianity, that is the Israel identity covenant message, arrived in America. So we're going to be on page 53. And uh, take, go ahead and take it, Michael. Yes, thank you. So now we are at Israel arrive, arrives in America, and this is chapter 4. Um, we have seen by what stages, stages and under what names the major part of the people of the House of Israel made their way from Assyria through Europe into the Isles of the Sea, north and west of Palestine. The tribe, which a thousand years before Christ had concentrated on the western front of Asia, where a thousand years after Christ, um, concentrating on the western front of Europe, it is rather strange to think that in our own times, during the Great War, World War One, 
Israel again stood on both of these Western Front, but this time as nations united and as a great military power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then as you said, maybe saying calling World War One the Great War is maybe a more of a <clears throat> some of those uh, uh, those satanic seed lines that you really would like to think it is a great war yeah, for them and their money making machines. Right, right, and this was written before World War Two, so. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't talk about World War II in this book, which is just as bad, <laughs> and by the arranged by the same people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's mm. the same one. Uh, the ones that want to kill us, they want to eradicate us, us. They think. Yes. Okay. So, and the same one that also chastised and also persecuted Jesus Christ when he walked the earth. So it's the same people. You know? mm-hmm. Nothing has changed under the sun. Nothing is new yeah. under the sun. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So, our historical research has shown how, particularly all of the time of Israel's settlement in Palestine, there was a considerable, uh, quote, leaking, end quote, of, of Israel's populations toward the Isles of the West. And, yeah? Yes. And this Isle of the West is then what I, re- that's, is regarded as America. Well, uh, originally Britain and uh, Ireland and Iceland. But of course, uh, you know, the natural flow, and we know it, it continued to America. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then we have. They also referred to the the Isles of the Sea, north and west of Palestine. So, I mean, those, those Isles north is almost, I think, about the places in the yeah, Germany and also the Scandinavian Peninsula. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure, for sure. Yeah. So uh, detachments. Uh, of the people had been going to and fro between Palestine and Britain for centuries, many of them settling down in the Isles about a thousand years ago when the last detachments came overland under the names of Angles, Saxons, Jutes, Danes, Normans, and other. These unrecognized tribe of the captivity were compelled to fight their several ways into the appointed place. They all got in. Not one of them could be kept out. Yes, and this is also this, uh, I think about this reference in the verse where um, Yahweh is uh, saying that, that, that I will go before you I will when you are traveling over the sea, when you go through the rivers, everything. So, Yes, everybody, everybody of us come through, come through the Caucasus and ended up here in Europe, all the different places that he had prepared for us. Right, amen. Yeah, and then uh, our people, uh, well, before the overland route, uh, which actually started in 745 BC, you know, so it's been a long process, uh, but uh, the uh, the Celts were actually Israelites descended from uh, Zarajuda, who left uh, Egypt during the captivity in Egypt, sailed across the bay, you know, the Mediterranean Sea, and uh, settled in southern Europe. You know, they, they became known as the Gauls, the Romans, the uh, Spaniards, you know, because that whole area called Spain today used to be called Iberia. Okay, land of the Hebrews. So, yes, and there, yeah. you had, you read last time from an article in, I think, Wikipedia that said it was the Romans that did change it to what is Espanol more of a Latin name instead of Iberia. That yes. Was when they it. Yes, that's how it got changed from Iberia to Spain. By the way, uh, what's his name? Um, the Pontius Pilate 
uh, he, in his autobiography, says he is a proud uh, Spaniard, which means he's probably an, an Iberian Hebrew that had been there. Okay, so he doesn't refer to himself as a Roman in his autobiography. He refers to himself as a Spaniard. Yeah, so he was a kinsman to, to Yeshua yeah, Messiah. Yes, yes, he was. So, and he also guess I know that the same, the, the same as they do today, they arrange rallies with now, the, I guess, the BLM and a fine group to use. Yeah, same yeah. as they did. They arrange it now, they're also yeah. a mob. On the yeah. high, high. Same Hi- as they do today. Hiramob Incorporated, yeah, the Pharisees, yeah, they're still doing it today. Yeah, but the leopard won't change his button, and they nope. are like snake. They won't. They will. They, you, if you know how they work, you know what they will do. Yeah, I mean, you can foresee what they're going to do. You know, we were we've been expecting them to do something uh, to shut down the world. You know, we didn't expect it to be for medical reasons, right? Because we've been anticipating an economic crash. And it's still crashing. But they, in fact, uh, many years ago, I said they will crash the economy, but they're going to try to manage the crash so that uh, their investments, their investments, stay sound while everybody else's investments go, you know, goes bye bye, right? And so that's what they've been doing. So right now, the the investment strategy is to take over complete control of the medical establishment all over the world. Okay, and of course you have to have industries that feed the medical community, you know, which are the, the drug companies and the, the machines, uh, that uh, the ventilator machines, etc., <laughs> etc. Et There's a whole industry that feeds the medical community. They have to keep all that working while they shut down everything else. But their strategy of shutting down private enterprise has worked pretty well. We'll see if they try to do it again with the uh, the Great Reset. That's their next step, the Great Reset, when they take our property away from us and we all become renters. Yeah, but um, yeah, but this what they shows uh, shows this phony Corona. They found so phony stuff. I mean, come yeah, on, right? It, well, it, couldn't they come up with something better? Sorry, it's, uh, <laughs> right? Okay. Well, hey, it's working, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> What yeah, does. couldn't fool so, us, but fool them, right? <laughs> yeah, our people, come on. It's it's so disgraced. Our people are falling for it. Yes, and falling yeah. hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, very hard for it, for something that doesn't exist. Yes. Oh. Yeah, what's yeah. that oh. Bible verse? Our, our people will uh, uh, run in fear of phantoms that don't exist. There's a Bible verse that says that. Okay, yeah, you quoted it several all- times. Yeah, yeah. And probably, well, those phantoms, they run from, from uh, I can pick them up later, but yeah, exactly, that's exactly what people are doing now. They're, they mm-hmm. are hiding from shadows. Yeah, right, uh, shadow boxing with the devil, but they don't, they don't realize it's the devil. No, yeah. it doesn't, because the devil has put, they are yeah. put with a mirror, blindfold upon their eyes, it doesn't see yeah. anything. Yeah, the devil has a doctor in front of his name now. <laughs> Dr. Beelzebub. Yeah. At your service. Here's my card. Yeah, yeah. Here's the, the devil. Would you like a shot? <laughs> okay. Crazy. Oh. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. Ah, okay. Sorry for digressing. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Historians may write about the Norman Conquest and the exploits of William the Conqueror in 1066 A.D., but students of the scriptures know that the Normans were but a long separate part of Israel. 
blindly demanding entrance into the appointed place and getting it. Neither conquering nor being conquered, but reuniting and contributing their tribal elements to the national character. The Normans were the final uh, uh, trekking remnant of the tribe of Benjamin. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because something we know that the Normans, yeah, they were uh, those, uh, those uh, yeah, Normans, they were, um, when they left from Norway, and if you come to, Nor to Iceland today, the Icelandic people, they can read the old, old Norwegian language. They can read both. So that is a, a, hmm. uh, what is a proof of that, that the, the, the Icelandic people, they derived from Norway. That's where they were, when they left from. They left from Norway to Iceland. And they read their, they read the language of the old Norwegians. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Well, uh, I think uh, on a previous show when we did a, a series on the you know, uh, the northern tribes of Israel, we did uh, a little bit about the sea wolves. The sea wolves were Benjaminites. So their uh, the banner they flew on their boats, on their ships, was the sea the wolf, which is the symbol of Benjamin. Okay. So it would be interesting to find out if the Normans had retained the wolf as a national symbol. Maybe I can look that up while you're while you're reading. Yeah, I think now if they have, I'm a bit unsure if they had, but otherwise you have the uh, also this snake, the the snake. They also had the oh, snake. Yeah. Don't tread on me. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I yeah. guess that is the dance sign. Right. Yes. So, yep. Yeah. Yes, that's okay. correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then also, it's interesting to know that um, in Iceland, they they are if you if you do a translation of what the name for Sweden is, it is Svitjord. That is the old what to say okay. old language. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that is the old old what to say old um, Scythian language for Sweden, the Great Sweden, the Great. That was mm -hmm. all the down to the Caucasus, down to where we came from. That was regarded as Sweden the Great, or, or Scythia the Great. And, uh, and that part of the language in Iceland is kept today. Very good. Okay, so, guided, guided by a, a destiny they could not evade, which forbade them to settle in the inviting parts of Europe that fell to their lot. They were at last led into the isles. Yeah, this is also how Yahweh does it. He has place to place. Here is your place. Go there. Don't go anything else. Take this place. It's up in the in the in the in the cold north. Take it, like my people has ended up. We are here up in the cold north. That was the place we were designated to. Mm -hmm. But you try here. But it's still we got this this um, this and this place up here in. At least Sweden, that nation has never been conquered by an what do you say from by a military arms, mm -hmm. but by we know who have conquered us is the is the usual the Jewish uh, those infiltration. They have conquered us now instead. Right, not by military means, but by infiltration. Yes. Yeah, that's how we have been conquered. Now. But otherwise, if you look military wise, this nation has never been conquered. Okay. That is always the word to use with regard to Israel. They were led. Um, it is the word the scripture use. The word usually used of Judah is, uh, quote, driven, end quote, which describes a different sort of moving influence 
than that which, quote, led, end quote, Israel. Israel was led out of Egypt, not driven. Israel was led out of Samaria, not driven. Israel was led out of Assyria, not driven. Israel was led across Europe, not driven. Israel was led into the Isles, not driven. And Israel was led into America, not driven hither. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, let me interrupt here. Came the Normans, who were believed to have reached Scandinavia via Germany. The Dake, according to Lempriere, were a western branch of the Sake. The Norman symbol is said to have been a wolf. And so, too, was the wolf a symbol of the Dake amongst the Gette. Likewise, a wolf was William the Conqueror, bore a wolf on his standard. Yeah, Benjamin. Yep. This is from uh, Benjamin, Tribe of Israel, BritAm.org. Back to you. Thank you. There we have Mm -hmm. it. Uh, I think the word here, I am not thought about this, as you have the word led, and then Judah is driven. Yeah, they were more, when you see the captivity from from Jerusalem to Babylon, that was more maybe a driven. They weren't really led there. They were taken there. Well, yeah, it was a combination of both. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the whip from behind, what was the, uh, the the ring in the nose of the bull, <laughs> you know, to, to pull you forward? Oh, oh, well, yeah, I will put hooks in you. Yeah, hooks yeah. in your in you. Yeah. Yes. Hooks in your nose and a whip on your behind. <laughs> that's that's how we were. That's how we were led. Yeah, yeah, but he, yeah, it is. But it's interesting the word here that they are uh, how we are we are led. Yeah, we were mm-hmm. out of Egypt. It was led. We weren't really driven. Yeah. We were. It was Yahweh that led us. Yeah. He got the, the yeah, the wilderness of Europe was being prepared. Had been prepared for us for this for this migration. No, no doubt about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that leading for Israel still exists, and modern Israel can go as fast and as far as it, it, it follows the leading. Today, the nations of present-day Israel are not submitting to be, uh, being led, and thus our spiritual and economic captivities still linger upon us. The geographical leading has been accomplished in its westward movement. Israel shall be no more moved out. Nevertheless, by the judgment of God, certain alien systems and customs will be moved out of Israel. Oh, amen to that. We're looking Mm. forward to that. Yeah, and and, uh, Jewish customs will be moved in. (laughs) Right? Oh, I don't want more of it. No, I've had enough. I've had enough. Please get rid of it now. Yeah. there are COVID, COVID uh, plans in Israel down in that uh, that place down in, in Palestine. Yeah, yeah, it's thinking hell uh, called Israel, right? <laughs> uh, the geographical movement is now to be uh, superseded by the spiritual movement. Oh, man, that would come very quickly. Yeah, so, well, I mean, there is a sign of an awakening. In fact, COVID may, you know, for those who have n- not taken a jab yet, uh, you know, because he's all the demonstrations in Europe against the vaccine passport. Okay, uh, that's going to increase. I don't see how that's ever going to die down because people are sick and tired of being you know uh, frozen out of their normal activities, right? 
So I don't, it's going to become military. There's going to be clashes in the street between the police and the public. It's going to lead to a revolution, probably throughout the entire world of Israel. Yeah, and clashes between the people and police has... Uh... It's so much happening because the police is always coming and say, oh, you have not permission to do this. Oh, well, you're too many because of the, yeah. the COVID, uh, uh, phony or Shelwisa virus, whatever you want to call it. And then they divert them and, and come often with gas masks. Right. Sweet, they use gas masks. Really? Look, yeah, mm. it is so ridiculous, but it's only in Sweden they use it. Really? Okay. Well, they might use gas one of these days. Boy, oh, boy. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, but it's it's really ridiculous to see it because that's and then they have this this temporary this this law you know that everybody have it everywhere this uh, temporary law but right. it won't be temporary. no it's we, yeah no it's it's forever or as long as mystery Babylon lasts. <laughs> yep. Okay, so now we have a subheading of rest and renewal. Uh, when the tribes and parts of tribes which went to the isles by the sea routes uh, centuries before were invaded by the tribes who came slowly overland across Europe centuries later, the governing prophetic word was, quote, keep silence before me, O islands, and let the people renew their strength, end quote. And this is a bracket. Isaiah 41, 1, end bracket. In the Isles, the people did renew their strength in every way. Strength of law, of national unity, of racial power. Uh, that's a word that doesn't really happen today, don't you think? No, uh, the word race, how dare you say that? <laughs> <laughs> that's a four, race is a four-letter word. That's a no-no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Strength of population. Oh, same here. That doesn't happen. It is no strength in our population today. Not it's anymore. Been, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not not really destroyed wholly, but it's it is getting very weakened. Yes. Uh, religion and wealth. Yeah, we had it. We yeah. had all that. Well, Doctor Doctor Wesley Swift did a sermon on the uh, the scattering of the power of the holy people. Okay. And that's where, right today, that's that prophecy is true in us. Our power has been scattered. Okay, and uh, maybe I can look that up. I don't know if uh, William Cameron gets into that because you know after World War One, the uh, Israel nations were still pretty strong, right? Even though the Jews were infiltrating every single government of every one of our nations, uh, our nations were still pretty strong. In fact, they fought, we fought another war, World War Two. But uh, ever since, uh, the the power of the holy people has been scattered. Yeah, it took them two world wars to conquer our monarchs here in Europe. Yes. And that was their one of their foremost, uh, what do you say, goals with those wars. And then, of course, also killing us off. That's right. That's all, that's all this is about. Yeah. The, okay. So, from England, men of Israel began to venture forth and claim their inheritance on the earth. They won control of the seas uh, in great action. If they had been written about in the Old Testament, when men saw God's hand in events more clearly, they would surely have been given a miraculous content. The Israel 
people spread into many lands and their language became the highway of the world's thoughts and poetry and religion. Yeah, and that, that's also where, where English, I guess, is most profound because that is our new language we have been given. That is also prophecy. I don't remember where that prophecy is stated, but that is our new language that is also based mm -hmm. on Hebrew. Right. That is our new language. Yeah, yeah, English, English, and uh, yeah, and related languages, German, Germanic, that uh, our Israelite ancestors carried with them from from uh, from Samaria. Okay. Yeah, and then we 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 have some variation of that. We have variation. We have up here the Svenska, the Swedish. That is also a variation of it, and and the way to write that was brought here by by our ancestor, by Odin mostly. He brought it with him, so we can write. So we can write in a certain way and have a. And that was known that when they spoke, they have a, a, a typical rhythm in their speaking. That was kind of uh, yeah, very special. What I understand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, I found this article here. This is actually by Frank Nelty, who's a former member of the Worldwide Church of God, that is uh, uh, Mr. Armstrong's church, okay? And he quotes it, it's Daniel 12, 7. And I heard the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, when he held up his right hand and his left hand unto heaven, and swear by him that liveth forever, that it shall be for a time, times and a half. And when he shall have accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people, all these things shall be finished. So this is an end times prophecy, Daniel twelve seven, and boy, our power has been scattered. <laughs> okay, uh, it's virtu virtually non-existent today. Uh, every one of our countries is totally dominated by Jews. Every one of them. Uh, yeah, it's mm -hmm. not twelve. Yeah. What do you say? Twelve of uh, uh, what was the number? Uh, Daniel yeah. twelve seven. Ah, uh, seven. Uh, yeah. Okay. Also, okay. also to look. The, in, in the scripture how it was written here so and I heard the man dressed in linen who was above the waters uh, and the river and he held up his right hand and his left hand to the heavens and swore by, by him who lives forever that it would be for an appointed time appointed times and half a time and when they have ended scattering the power of the set apart people then all those shall be completed yeah, so furthermore, proof of, uh, of, yeah. um, of we are in the end times, because that Amen. has happened. Amen. Okay. Yeah, and Brother Ebert uh, put a link in uh, from Christogonia, uh, Scattering the Power of the Holy People by uh, uh, Dr. Wesley Swift. So people can click on that too. Okay, all right, back to you. Yes, thank you. Uh, we who expound this truth are sometimes accused not only of being self and glorifiers, but also being overly pro-British in emphasizing <laughs> the gathering. <laughs> Why aren't okay, the Jews ever accused of being self-glorifying? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, no, they never mm -hmm. heard that. I, yeah. I don't know if they have ever been accused of that. No, I, I don't, don't think know. Any, Well, only by white nationalists and Christian identity. Everybody else is too feeble. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I don't know if the Jews ever work on their image, I guess, that still, they, I don't know if they does that. No, no, they work on their ability to bribe uh, and, and uh, cajole and intimidate. Yeah, that's why very few people criticize them anymore. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so uh, the regathering of, of Israel in the Isles. I once heard a minister say, quote, Oh, what you say is just English egotism. The English always think themselves better than anyone else, end quote. I can say something like this. Um, this is some kind of how it can sound in Sweden regarding to Americans yeah. today. Mm-hmm. That they are, uh, I don't know if, if the rest of Europe also see that, that Americans could be that they always think they are better than everybody oh, else. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's, that's true of every nation. The, really, yeah. does that lead to war? Okay. Yeah. Because wars are staged by Jews. <laughs> They're not wars of nationalism by any means. No, they are. They, yeah. mm-hmm. they always find out ways to try to to get us into war between each other. That could be they're phony also. Mm-hmm. And I guess I don't remember the name of the general, but uh, he said something like, "War is a racket." Yeah, 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 yeah. Smedley Butler. Yeah, and I guess he was a general, pretty high general that came pretty high up when he realized that. He didn't realize it from the beginning, from the get-go. Yes, right. Yeah, he realized, though, that he was just working for the corporations to make sure they can continue to make their profits. Yep. 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 Okay, so here we have a bracket also. It is a defect that I have observed is not confined to uh, to the English and bracket. And this is also, yes, I guess this is the rhetoric that the Jews, just like the Jews, always do. They find out some kind of rhetoric in using those, they're spinning the words to trying to find, I don't know, they're spinning words. Mm-hmm. I guess, but this is something, this is nothing, something that we come up with to say this English egotism. This is also, this sounds right. like spinning. This is some kind of spinning monster that's come up with that word. Yeah, well, of course. I mean, that, uh, but uh, e- likewise, uh, such pastors never say, well, aren't the Jews egotists too <laughs> for claiming to be God's chosen people and not delivering, <laughs> right? So again, uh, why is it that the Jews are never accused of the same thing that we are? No, that all now. Now they now yeah. they own all pastors without of you and yeah. some others so they they doesn't cannot criticize them because then they would be out of out of business yes if they did so they have yeah. they have their part their their they get their filthy lucres in their pockets right by the, yeah and by the way now uh, i have several uh, reports uh, i put a couple reports uh, on the front page of eurofolk radio uh namely the uh, the, the one about the um uh the code, uh, the lack of a uh, an isolated code of, of COVID, right? They just have never isolated the uh, DNA fragment. It, it, it's actually a manufactured by a computer program, never isolated from a biological sample, okay? And so more and more people are becoming aware of this. Uh, the COVID racket, and, and the other aspect of it is that they're, they're – overstating the number of people who have gotten the jab, okay? They're, they're constantly overstating it to use uh, the tactic of, you know, do as I do or do as I say, right? And all your friends and neighbors are, are getting a jab, so why don't you? That's the tactic they're using. But uh, the, the number of people that they claim have been jabbed, I think, is very, very low from what they're actually claiming. Nevertheless, the people who are getting that jab are getting very sick, and many are dying. So we still have to give the warning, you know, don't get the jab. Back to you. Yeah, I'd rather play Russian roulette than do anything <laughs> <that> I... <laughs> Right. Yep. Chances are better. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, that happened to Terry Calf. He was the lead guitarist for the group Chicago. And uh, he was a crazy guy. <laughs> he played Russian roulette. And uh, he thought the gun was empty, but he forgot there was a round in the chamber. Right? He pulled the trigger and blew his brains out. One of the best guitarists who ever lived. So don't play. Don't play Russian roulette, folks. <laughs> you might just have an accident. Exactly. But I think mm. the art is better with that than with this satanic poison shot from Rothschild, mm. from yes. Gates, from uh, Fauci, from Wallenberg, from all of those uh, satanic guys. Yeah. Uh, quit criticizing Jews. <laughs> right? Every one of these companies that uh, produces this so-called vaccine are run by Jews. Every yeah. one of them. Okay. And Moderna didn't even exist before the COVID outbreak. It was created just to create the, the so-called vaccine. Yeah. yeah. Just for profit. Just yeah, for exactly. Money. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And they are only, uh, they only uh, what do you say, uh, petrol-based uh, uh, rat poison they try to put in us. <laughs> That's right. So nobody says that any of these executives of Big Pharma have big egos. No, <laughs> extremely big ego. Oh, yeah, for sure. Everybody should take the shot. Everybody, yeah, that's a yeah. big ego. That's a big ego. Oh, we, we force you by we going into your government and, and bribe them. That's so right. They get money for each shot you give out, something like that. I don't know how they've done it, but they have their switch, Swiss ba- bank account, so they're to probably get money for each shot or something like that. I don't know. Yes. Okay, uh, so let's continue that. No, no, uh, one doctor found uh, COVID isolated underneath his couch. Yeah, someone has found it in, in, in a pineapple. <laughs> yeah, or, or, in a gar- or in a garbage can, right? Yeah, pineapple, right. <laughs> this is this Pomegranates. Okay. It is PCR test because they found, I, that's what I always put up in my latest video where I took out this, the, where the the founder with the the inventor of the piece of art has said that you can make anything in the body to be to look like extremely big you can make it to look right. like oh such a big so you can't use it to diagnose he said it that's right he, dr carrie uh, mullis yeah he invented the pcr test and that's what he did say but nobody yeah. pays attention to that except us right the real Second, news people yeah and then, uh, then fortunately, he, he died apparently before this outbreak of this. Yeah, phone. just before, just yeah. before event two hundred one. Isn't that coincidental? Yeah, very uh, coincidental. Uh, he was murdered. Yeah, I, like. I don't doubt it. Yep. So I don't have proof for it, but it sounds like it because it's too coincidental, too mm-hmm. well for them that it happens just when it started. That's right. That's right. Um, okay, all right. Let's get back to uh, William Cameron here. Yeah. And, uh, As for this, this uh, being of English doctrine, however, let me say that it is. Um, as much rejected by uh, Britons as by Americans. As a matter of fact, this doctrine originated in Palestine and in the Bible. Oh, that we are Israel and not the Jews. <laughs> That's correct. Yes. yes. It is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Wherever you find a people doing what Israel was to do, you have discovered who and where where Israel is in modern times. And then there is a little apostrophe here, and I know if, if that's an, a reference to see who and where are the lost ten tribes by Rev. John Heslip, and there's also some this, this Destiny publisher. Yeah, only twenty five cents in those days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
maybe you'll find it in a used bookstore for that price. Yeah, that's a bargain. That's yeah, a right. <laughs> okay. Whether or not we, as a people, accept or reject the truth that our nation is one of the Israel nations in the world today, the fact remains that on broad lines, we are fulfilling Israel's mission and responsibility, that part of the plan that depends upon God's, God's given word goes steadily forward. The people foretold and pre-described are here. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. Um, other terms, when I use here, men and women are always recognizing this in actuality, a preeminent fact in world di- um, diplomacy, diploma, diplomacy today is the basic unity of the Anglo-Saxon people. Yeah, I guess in his time, but today I guess that yeah. has been... Um, That's yeah. eroded, yeah. <laughs> that unity was long ago foretold. We of the United States did not create that unity. Indeed, we have raised every barriers against it. Okay. We have made war twice on England and threatened war several times. We have, have spread anti-English prejudice through our school books for 150 years. We have allowed our country to be used as a base for um, virulent anti-rich propaganda. Well, actually, yes. yeah, to some extent, you know, that's in, um, because of the uh, American Revolution and because of the constant meddling by the Rothschilds in our economic and political affairs, right? Uh, our people used to be more aware of those things than they are today. So I wouldn't call it violent. I mean, uh, there's never, I've never had any uh, animosity toward any Brit ever in my whole life, and I'm sure the feeling is mutual. But uh, the propaganda put out by the Rothschilds, you know, is another matter, Okay. So the anti-Irish propaganda, right? Yeah, that, that was more common than any anti-British. In fact, I'm amazed how little animosity there has been between England and America throughout history, in, in spite of the American Revolution, etc., and the War of 1812. But you know, people realize that, that these are wars created by monarchs and bankers, and so there's no personal animosity whatsoever. You know, between us and the Irish, between us and the Germans, etc. There, there isn't. There just no, isn't. Yeah. So I guess when he say here British, I, I say them bracket the Rothschild House of Rothschild. By that time, I guess it was Rothschild, but before then it was the Dutch Jews also maybe. But I guess the House of Rothschild was the one responsible for this during your age because you understand understood this. That's why it was anti-monarch. Right. That's correct. Um, yet Anglo-Saxon unity stole upon the world as ir, um, irresistibility as the springtime comes. One of the, phases, the phrases heard from time to time today is, quote, the English-speaking peoples, end quote. This may, may seem to sh- shut out people of the other tongues and nationalities, but language and nationality are not the final marks of a people. Israel was to speak other tongues and be called by other national names, but this was not to destroy the inherent 
unity of Israel. And those that speak English speaking, I guess, is from Joseph. Yeah, well, I mean, it's very interesting. If we could, you know, because uh, my trips to Britain and Germany, uh, those are probably the only two countries uh, plus Hungary that I've visited in Austria. Um, there, I appreciate what he's saying. You know, there is a cultural unity and, uh, you know, language is a big part of it. But very few of our people realize that they're Israelites. Uh, but that even that is starting to pick up. There's more and more people uh, adopting or finding out about Christian identity in places like Germany, Denmark, uh, Austria, Hungary, etc. Okay, so that's growing. Yeah, we we just still have to overcome the beast. You know, that's the real problem. This political power and economic power called Mystery Babylon predicted to, to rule in the end times, but it was also predicted to burn, okay? I can't wait for that day, folks. I just cannot wait for that day, all right? By, by the way, I've got, I've got a lighter, <laughs> right? So <laughs> let Mystery Babylon burn, okay? Um, yeah, um, and this also, I mean, when you speak among people, as you and me, as speak to other Americans, there's no, no, what to say, uh, we have no, we are, we are, we are the same, but it is the usual, the one overheads, the Jews, the craze to splits between us. That's right. Yeah. They always does that. If we speak to Russian people, we speak with Hungarian, if you speak, it's the same. Right. And of course, the United Nations is simply an attempt to create an economic union, and the European Union is the same thing. Uh, not, not not a cultural union. If, if anything, those institutions were created to destroy Anglo-Saxon unity. Yeah, and then put us in the lump with everybody else and then start voting and then we are a minority. Right, and then we get outvoted, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah, what oh, works. We won't, we won't eradicate the white race. Um, okay. No. Now let's... Yeah. And then everybody else in minorities. I mean, this is this is so, it's, um, yeah, it's, uh, this democracy is just, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a joke. Right. Um, okay. What called the various peoples to the United States? It was not the fact that they spoke the same language. They did not. Nor was it the fact that they came from the same kinds of political conditions. They did not. But they thought the same thoughts. And they came here because their hearts language was the same yes yahweh told them because you mm -hmm. are the gathering of the tribes you have swedish settlements you have english you have, what do you say from britain you have from germany you are more almost majority of germans in in america and not to realize that you're german so mm -hmm. it's all up there and, and you all had different language yeah yeah i'm wondering what the population i mean minnesota is loaded with swedes uh, yeah. There's a there's a Swedish neighborhood in Chicago called Andersonville. Um, they have they have the best omelets, <laughs> uh, salmon omelets that I've ever had in my life. Right, so uh, yeah, there's a tremendous Swedish culture here in America. Okay. Yeah, and I guess Minnesota's part, I guess that is because the latitude. If you look, I oh, think right. now yeah. they are on the line as Sweden. So you know, it's kind of the same, and then every just get bigger when you come to. When you're coming to, um, yeah. to Minnesota, yeah, and Minnesota has opened its arms to non-whites just like Sweden has, <laughs> right? <laughs> They're too kind. They're too kind yeah. to the wrong people. Yeah, it is unfortunately. Yeah, so you see, they are 
a bit lower than Minnesota. It's more in the in the realms of southern uh, yeah, Germany, southern Germany and, and France, I guess. But it's, it's up north that, I guess, mm-hmm. could be one of the why they ended up in there. Right. Well, you have the Gulf Stream that uh, laps across the uh, western face of Europe to keep you a lot warmer than you would otherwise be, right? Because uh, you should be really cold all the time, but the Gulf Stream keeps you warm. So uh, it's, uh, but nevertheless, yeah, I wouldn't want to live in Minnesota. It's cold enough here in Chicago, right? Northern Illinois. Okay. Okay. Yes. Now let's see where I were. Uh, <laughs> and when I'm fine, wait, no, sorry. I found Okay. That. By the way, I was looking up another verse here. Uh, okay. 2333, Exodus 2333. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me back up to verse 32. Exodus 2332 and 33. Thou shalt make no covenant with them, that is with the Canaanites, or with their gods. They shall not dwell in thy land, lest they make thee sin against me. For if thou serve their gods, it will surely be a snare to dwell in our lands. We are supposed to remain segregated from them, but we haven't been doing that. We've been violating Exodus uh, 23.33. Yeah, and then we get the curses, of course. That's right. Their gods and their their way of life and everything that comes with it. Yeah, yeah, disease, Mm. etc., yes. Yeah, okay, I found out where we are then. Okay. Yeah. They are all now a part of that great human influence, which we describe as, quote, the English-speaking peoples. And these are not all. The English-speaking peoples do not merely comprise those whose native tongue is English, but those in generations yet to come whose adopted tongue shall be English. There are some elements in God's uh, good purposes for the human race that requires the English tongue for their promulgation. Um, I don't know what that mean, meant, though, but that word. I, see, I was looking something else. Uh, true, what is it? Uh, what's the true, word? Uh, oh, promulgation. Uh, uh, dissemination, uh, making public, making it, oh. uh, making it a popular idea. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so now that's a new subheading here called Disregard of Righteousness. Okay. These are circumstances which have come about without our collusions or support. Indeed, they have come about in spite of our utmost opposition. Even if we would, we cannot sing a, a pecan of a praise. A paean of praise as a hymn, yeah. A paean of praise to the British people or to the American people. God has done great things through them and for them. But that they themselves are or have been great is a claim we cannot make. We cannot build or boast for ourselves out of work which God himself has uh, performed according to his promise. Okay. Um, when I think of the op- oppression of the people of Britain in former times, of a feudal uh, aristocracy uh, fighting and feasting, while the families of England uh, language in um, squ- squaldiness, when I think of little English children driven to the first factories before daylight and uh, kept until after dark, 
condemned all their lives to ignorance, all to build the great British commercial fortunes. Um, when I think of social and ecclesiastical um, dignities and rulership built upon the brewing, uh, brewing of beer and the distilling of whiskey, when I think of the blood which Christian England has spilled of her um, choices saints, I cannot sing a paean of praise to, um, to Britain. No, this truth of the whereabouts of modern Israel is not pro-British. The divine lash upon modern Israel's sin is a grievous thing and forbids all boasting. Yeah, and, and this can yeah, yeah, and it's absolutely correct. I mean, a lot of most of this was done without Jews because the industrialists and the inventors, the industrial revolution was not caused by Jews. They just exploited it as it as it went on. Back to you. Yeah, that's I thought who did uh, all the stuff because yeah, they, then they were the one that uh, exploited. Because by then, I guess Rothschild had his control over in, over England yeah. when this happened. Right. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was during that uh, era. You know, that uh, Jewish bankers, well, Jewish bankers have controlled Britain since uh, 1694, I believe, Bank of England was created. And uh, so they have dominated the British economy ever since. Not Very few Brits even know that, <laughs> right? Just as most Americans don't know that the Federal Reserve Bank controls our country too, right? Uh, the average person simply doesn't know it. And it's amazing how ignorant our people are. But uh, that's the reality. Okay, so but yeah, the uh, the aristocrats of all countries have definitely exploited their own people. There's simply no doubt about that. Yeah, they, they miserably, that's, yeah. horribly. Yeah, horribly yeah. for true here for this nation too that there has been exploitations of the of the common people of the of the farmers. Uh, so yeah, we have have been our own worst enemy as well. Mm-hmm. In those cases, but still, yeah, our people look looks at the boob tubes and they are reading that that uh, those papers that uh, you cannot believe anything in those rags. So right, right. yep. And I think Thomas Jefferson said something like that. So then it must be true because he said it in his time. <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. Well, even uh, Mark Twain said, uh, uh, "People who don't read the uh, papers, newspapers, are ignorant. People who do read the newspapers are misinformed." <laughs> then we can question that what I want to be. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. When I turn to the United States of America and recall the hypocritical character of much of our public life, of our intense engrossments with material pursuits, when I think of the vast um, reaches of economic slavery of our antagonistic social classes, of our lawlessness, our violence, our corruption in high places and low, our shameless surrender to sex, mm -hmm. our uh, descent to dirt in drama and literature, our trampling of the Lord's Sabbath, our superstitious sneer at religion, our dollar aristocracy, and our teeming millions of um, pauperized citizens. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me that the truth that enables me to see these things is a truth invented to glorify them. Mm -hmm. The truth learning yeah. who and where modern Israel is does not and never can exalt man. 
Amen. Uh, you know, so the accusation that we are white supremacists is patently false because we know our own limitations, and we, especially those of us in identity, and most Christians too, uh, are more humble about their uh, you know, sinful nature and uh, don't tend to brag, <laughs> right? But nevertheless, you know, we're always being accused of white supremacism. And, and now even the average Christian, even the average white person now is being accused constantly of being a white supremacist, okay? Despite the fact that we have broken backs and arms and legs and broken bodies to prove how hard we have worked to build this country and, of course, Europe, that uh, and uh, the other races will never appreciate it. Certainly the Jews won't, Okay. So it's more a matter of, you know, just appreciating what we have accomplished without, uh, and we don't really take a lot of credit for it. We don't brag about it. Okay, we just do it. Yeah, but I guess this is, again, that the enemy accuses us of the things they are themselves. That's right. Because they brag, and they are very, they are not humble at any all. They are very brag. They brag about their what they do, that their God is Satan, Lucifer, I guess that has been said also by uh, by. So I mean, they they brag all the time. Yeah. And they say that we are supremacists, as we are. We we never, as I said, them. Yeah. yeah. That, okay. Yet these are God's people. In the Old Testament, you read about their seemingly endless record of uh, uh, wrongdoing, and you are amazed that they continue to be God's people. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, was one one time and Moses has to speak to Yahweh that oh please don't don't yeah. eradicate the Israelites yeah. now so he he yeah. did yeah. talk for us yeah let the Jews do it uh, twenty five hundred years later <laughs> right that's where we're at now yeah you see them in the present day just as they were of old having the highest privilege and making the lowest use of them <laughs> right okay. Uh, Nevertheless, God goes on doing great things through his people. And we, as Bible students, know that the purposes of God will yet be fulfilled in them. Yes, I'm aiming to that. Mm -hmm. Fulfilled. So just he drags us along and he will make us do what he wants us to do. He places Mm -hmm. us on places for reasons. Yeah, yeah. Well, ultimately, the you know, Battle of Armageddon has yet to be fought, although we're actually in the midst of it now. It's a, it's a Farmageddon. It's a medical Armageddon that we're fighting right now. And hopefully our people will wake up to realize that uh, there is a, a horrible enemy that has staged this uh, so-called pandemic for our detriment. So, But more and more people are waking up, slowly but surely. Yeah, we, we wish they uh, would wake up faster. But uh, our, our, our people are freedom lovers, and they don't like to be told what to do, especially when uh, there's really no proof that COVID even exists. More and more people are waking up to this, so I don't know what the Rothschilds plan to do next. But the Great Reset, they've already told us they're going to do the Great Reset. They're going to try to take our property away. They have to bankrupt us first. Okay? Yeah. So that's what's to. coming. Yeah, belly up, and then they blow it all together. It will just fall together. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, I was thinking, uh, I was thinking about something, but I forgot it. Okay, okay. come back. <laughs> it probably comes back. Um, yeah. yeah, 
Right, yeah, yeah. But right now we are, Yahweh has put us as a watchman on the walls. We are doing, we are standing on the walls and warning our people like uh, media, um, I don't know what to use, media warriors, I don't know what to call it, but we are yeah. standing now doing the, we doing the worldly with a pen right now. So right. that's work we are doing now. Yeah, shout it from the rooftops. That's, uh, oh, that's yeah. what we're doing. Yep. Um, the growing pressure of divine judgment upon us as individuals and as a nation indicates that the time of fulfillment is drawing near. The final word concerning us is not, quote, if you will, end quote. It is, quote, you shall, end quote. Yeah, he will make sure that we do it. That's mm-hmm. uh, you see, at, at, uh, when um, Jonah was, ca- he, he didn't want to, to do right? Yahweh, but he ended up in the whale's stomach and did it anyway. So yeah. you see what happened. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a whale's, whale's stomach right now. <laughs> it's a big smothered. We're being smothered Yeah. by oppression. Yep. So we have not been drawn from the ends of the earth to the ends of the earth only to um, defeat right. the will of God for the world through us. No, he will do his will and we shall do it. Let no one harbor the, th- the uh, thought, therefore, that the aspect of truth which we es- espouse has for its purposes the glorifying of men, of a nation or a race. It glorifies God's purposes as they are to be fulfilled through men. The highest justification of men's ex- existence, and we are constantly cheating ourselves of it, is that we shall be vehicles of God's earthly purposes. Better. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> It still looks pretty bleak right now. So a great awakening needs to happen here. But there are signs that it's beginning to happen. Yes. But we probably want it to happen more faster than what Yahweh yeah. was planned. Yeah, the zombie apocalypse has to happen first. <laughs> right? And then the yeah, survivors but, ought to be awake after that. Yeah, but you, was it your army? What was it practicing for that? You have a practice for that, you didn't you have some some um, some uh, military what do you say exercise? I know it's a good word for it, but they didn't take practice of that too. What you mean uh, when I was in the army? No, not you. But I read oh. that uh, it was pictures that uh, was it the FBI or who was it that was practicing for this? I saw my couple. They did some. Uh, oh. Um, I, oh, you mean going door to door, soldiers, uh, uh, you know, going door to door in America and making sure you got your shot. No, I will have to look it up because I think okay. you sent it to me that showed that the, the CDC also foretold about the Samba Coppolis, didn't they? Do oh, that okay. Too? Yeah, oh, yes, they did. Yeah, the CDC has a, a, if it's still on their website page, I'm not sure if it still is, but yeah, they have a page on their website called the Zombie Apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, and that, come on, it sounds mm-hmm. then know yeah. something. Um, okay. Israel in the Isles is now the new subheading here. We know the roots and the nature of the times and the manner in which our fathers came from Palestine to the Isles. We know the racial elements which um, composed the the peoples from whom America drew her sons. I do not omit mentioning that along with Israel, over all those roots 
came other people also. These great migrations were not confined to the uh, Israel people alone. On the flanks of the great trek and in the wake of Israel, there were always other. When Israel came out of Egypt, there was a mixed multitude uh, with them, always ready to uh, complain, always ready to return to the leeks and onions of Egypt. This is uh, then a bracket, <laughs> number 11, 4 until 5, end bracket. Never able to see God's hand in events. And the first to hold uh, rump uh, conventions and elect uh, opposition leaders. It is not unnatural to suppose that when Israel came out of Assyria, many Assyrians followed too. The road was open. Peace and safety lay um, further on. No wonder many people left and kept resourceful Israel company along the way. At length, settling mm -hmm. themselves across Europe in place that pleased them. Okay. Uh, Israel is not the only Eastern race we can identify in Europe today. Uh, the friends of Israel in those ancient lands and times are friends still, while Israel's ancient enemies continue their enmity in their modern homes. Yes, and they are in our homes. That's right. Our nations, for sure. Yep. Oh. The uninvited today. guests. Uninvited guests. They still are uninvited. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the pictures today is about the same as it was, um, except that now Israel is no longer at the mercy of uh, any enemy. God's promise of power, independence and progress to Israel has been fulfilled. The larger fulfillment of all of God's promises waits on modern Israel's repentance and acceptance of the divine will. That's correct. It's Mm -hmm. But now, as I said, as I said, Israel is no longer at the mercy of an enemy. Well, I think we are. Oh yes. <laughs> so that was when he wrote it. But we are. Yeah. Now definitely. Yeah. This is a point we're always returned to. God has fulfilled His word to us, but we have not fulfilled our word to Him. Okay, I'm, I'm wondering if he's aware of the prophecy that Isaac made to Esau that he would one day have dominion over Jacob Israel. Uh, doesn't sound like he's aware of that prophecy from you know what we're reading here. So uh, you know maybe he brings it up later, but uh, I would say he's probably not familiar with that prophecy. Back to you. Yeah, because that one has for sure have for sure coming to today. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We're definitely under the domination of Edom. No. Oh yeah, we are. We are. Um, as to Israel's life in Britain, we need to we need not speak at length about this now. It is open to all who care to read. In spite of grievous faults, religion was always a living concern in Ireland, Scotland, and England. The Bible, as the book of the people, began its uh, race in England. The rise in England. The throne and commerce are founded on faith in God. As you stand in, in Westminster Abbey, at the place where the kings and queens are cr crowned. Now, let's see. I rolled too fast. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Page 58. 
yeah, you read um, in letter um, arching the the cancel cancel this great agreement and confession. Quote: The kingdoms of the world are become the kingdom of our Lord and of His Christ. End quote. And this is taken from Revelations eleven fifteen. And used in, in, in such a way, it is an absolute declaration of the kingdom of God on earth, superseding all other kingdoms. Yes, it will. Mm-hmm. But now, I guess, the satanic Rothschild empire tried to supersede it. They tried, they want to, but they won't. Um, the road stone that lies beneath and within the ancient um, cor- coronation um, chair is held by um, fond tradition to be the stone brought by Jeremiah to Ireland. The vertical, uh, quote, stone pillar, end quote, where it, the king of Israel were crowned, and this is a bracket, second king, 1114, end bracket. The shout, uh, quote, God save the king, end quote that uh, rises to heaven at the uh, coronation is the literal cry of ancient Israel. In a bracket, um, 2 Kings 11, 12, and bracket. The known history of that ancient uh, stone of uh, scone renders it one of England's um, coyest, what is it? Choicest, choicest possessions. Choicest possessions. And and I said, um, commerce too. One reads above the royal exchange in London. Uh, quote, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Okay, somebody, somebody scratched out Lord and put in the word Rothschilds. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The royal okay. exchange, right? Yeah, that's on the Rothschild and has been that since he took it over, I guess. When, right. When he the the British to think that he yeah about the Napoleon right yeah um, right. this is taken from Psalms twenty four one thus the deep dignity of religious truth is interwind wind intertwined intertwined. intertwined there's a tether okay yeah with the familiar things of common life it is God's mark on Israel in Britain. Whatever else has come between, we cannot forget. We cannot evade the fact that from the uh, migratory way station, we of this American nation have our religion, our language, our governmental standards, our um, this, this um, distinctive national ideals. We cannot deny our history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, it's obvious that the Jews have never fulfilled you know, these things. They, well, they, they've never had any nations, right? So uh, they lack that prophecy in their favor. And uh, they, the so-called nation they have now is fraudulent because there are so many people who are aware that uh, the Jewish people are Ashkenazim and not uh, Shemites, I mean, or Israelites. It's becoming, uh, the knowledge of that is becoming greater and greater. In fact, um, oh, what was his name? Uh, David, uh, the, the Jewish guy who was uh, anti-Rothschild making videos against the Rothschilds, David Goldberg, he uh-huh. stated, you know, before he died, 
and I believe he was also murdered. And he was said the black helicopters are you know, circling his house and stuff like that. He predicted that the Rothschilds are going to make some kind of move uh, in the very near future to uh, because uh, the people of America are waking up and not supporting the Israeli state any longer. Is that only 20% of the American people uh, pre, uh, support the Israeli state? And so the Rothschilds had to make a move. Okay, so, but uh, you know, from if you listen to mainstream media, uh, all you get is good news for them, right? Bad news for us. But uh, I think it's starting to level out. Okay, there's more and more people that I communicate with who know that this is a scam, and it's beginning to wake people up, especially when their relatives die, and they've been promised that the shot will make them well or keep them from getting sick anyway, and it's not working. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. So the move was this, uh, yeah, shell visa virus, when a COVID scam, phony, blah. Yeah. Right. So that was that was the move. That was the best thing they came up with. But as I said, it works. <laughs> it's working, right? But ultimately, it will it will wake people up, and uh, it uh, that's showing signs now. If they if they become more oppressive and lock us down again. I expect there's going to be a, an even bigger reaction, you know, because people are getting sick and tired of it. So we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Um, the desolate uh, heritage. Okay. Uh, it is not the objective of this uh, treatise to seek out Israel in Britain only. We seek the Israel that was in Britain as a place of in intermediate um, sojourn on its way to America, uh, widening the territorial bounds of the, quote, appointed place, end quote. And this is from uh, an bracket with Second Samuel 7, 10, end bracket, to include the desolate heritage as foretold. And then we have a bracket of Isaiah, uh, bracket, Isaiah 49, 8, end bracket. Amer American Israel can be traced to British to trace it in British Israel long before the pilgrims crossed the sea. The first is, um, slender uh, tendrils stretching over the wall. And this is a bracket Genesis forty nine twenty two, and I'm a bit unsure what that reference is referring to. Uh, Genesis forty nine is uh, the chapter where Israel pro uh, Jacob Israel prophesies. Uh, for for each son, the future exploits of every one of his sons. Okay, I, I can ah. look that up. Okay, yeah. that exact verse. That's the last yeah, chapter the, of Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where the explorers and adventurers in their uh, restless search of the Western Ocean, they were led by a uh, by a way that knew not to find a land they had never known. God was making path in the sea against the time when Israel would be ready to come. He was already nurturing in the central um, shires of England. A life that would move them to come, as it had happened many times before in the life of Israel. Um, pri uh, priestly and kingly power in England became oppressive. Um, the Lollards arose. Then came the uh, Br Br Bronits, uh, separatists, and um, Puritans. 
and mm-hmm. with them a host that was friendly to liberty of conscience. Okay, all right. So I have Genesis 49:22. It's a prophecy of Joseph. Joseph is a fruitful bough, even a fruitful bough by a well, uh, which I take to be a reference because a well is fresh water. And the Great Lakes uh, are the, the largest, together are the largest body of fresh water in the world. Okay, so Joseph controls that, and, and that includes Canada. <laughs> Canada is descended from Joseph as well. Canada, America, and then also we have Australia. You know, all of these are nations, the English-speaking world, are descendants of Joseph, period. Okay, back to you. Yeah, yeah the Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, and this company of nation and the most blessed one, I guess, we look at the English people that you are, you have the most, I mean, America, you have tremendous blessings. Yes, but we're throwing them away. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and it was totally desolate. I mean, you talk about you know, America and Canada, you know, the, the, although Canada had a bountiful forest, so does America. But, you know, when you go out West, you know, you have nothing but desert. You know, there's so much desert uh, west of the Rockies. It's unbelievable, right? But even those, even those desolate heritage we have built up into farmland, much of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we also have very blessings. We have the iron ore. We have uh, multiple in the down in the earth. We have also a lot of um, forest here. So mm-hmm. also, but giving it away to yeah. uh, to Valtari. He, he right. owns it. So they stole yeah. it. Right, exactly. Okay. Uh, the University of Cambridge was a center that fed the intellect of this new forming branch of Israel, which, all unaware of its uh, destiny, was growing in the midst of Israel in the Isles. A state of mind was uh, forming that not only led to the flight of the pilgrims, but to um, Cromwell's revolution, which interrupted the kingly succession for 12 years. These divisions were uh, implemented in the steady formation of the root of American Israel in the very midst of British Israel. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, and as, as we found out earlier, the uh, Normans are actually descendants of the tribe of Benjamin, something I was not aware of until today. <laughs> Very interesting. Back to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and with the sign of this wolf, then we have the and then the the, the language that this the proof that have been on Norway before. That's known among the Icelandic people that they were in Norway before. They came from there. Right. Um, divinely permitted. Uh, advance preparations at one side of the main uh, um, steam of events we are not lacking um, Spaniards o- opened up the coastlands of the south and founded in Mexico a flourishing civilization with an un- un- universities universities, universities yeah universities, cathedrals and great wealth of gold long before the pilgrims came but the land was not for them. Frenchmen uh, fired by religious seal for Indian souls uh, pushed through to the upper lakes and far down the father of waters, the Mississippi River. But the land was not for them. 
Dutchman founded New Amsterdam. Oh, that place. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dutchman and then Amsterdam. Yeah, you know what came came there later. And a godly people and a blessing to these shores, but the land was not uh, for them. The cavaliers um, of England came to Virginia with state uh, religion and high degree of birth. British power behind them and Anglo-Saxon ideals with them, but not yet was the land ready for them. Um, they were all instruments of a preparatory uh, province. Uh, providence. Providence. Providence, providence was the, the term the founders of America used for God more frequently than any other term. Oh, the provider. Oh. Yahweh is the provider. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Open way for the smallest, uh, the weakest, and the least ambitious of all the invasions, which, uh, because it was the strongest spirituality, was to define the character of America. There were other providence unknown at the time, but immensely important later. Um, how um, assiduously God works uh, when his own purposes are not uh, are on foot. Not a minute detail is overlooked. There was a, as a, a perfidious Englishman who betrayed the... <laughs> Okay, who betrayed the con, uh, con, uh, confidence, right. confidence of the Indians of Massachusetts and seized them, carrying them off uh, to sell as slaves in Spain. One of them, by the name of uh, uh, Squanto, escaped, made his way to England, learned the language and was afterward, by the kindness of an Englishman merchant, returning to his native shore. Keep in mind this um, instrument of the divine um, providence, um, Squanto the Indian. Could it be Eladadus Indian he's speaking for to here? Could be have been the white Indians? Because of what I understand, many of the Indians in America were white because they were. Uh, they had. We know that our people had come there from um, ancient Palestines that settled right. there. Could this yes. have been Indians that were white? Yes, yeah. Many of the American Indian tribes, uh, such as the Cherokee, uh, they the Cherokee even claimed to be descended from the tribe of Judah. Okay, and uh, many other tribes spoke Welsh or, or Gaelic. Uh, that's uh, something uh, you know, it's a suppressed history of America. <laughs> that the language that many of the tribes spoke was very similar to Gaelic and Welsh. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, there were other uh, providence at work. As this growing branch of Israel in the English shires grew more and more interested in spiritual religion, a religion that would be free of um, um, still stultifying appendage of a worldly ecclesiasticism, they more and more incurred the displeasure of the authorities in, in church and state. They would never have been able to undergo the period of incubation necessary to develop them into a loyal fellowship if they had not been given special um, uh, protection from harassment. Mm -hmm. It happened that um, where these like-minded seeds of American 
Israel lived at um, Scooby Manor, which belonged to the Sea uh, of York. Uh, one, William Brewster, was uh, Balif and postmaster, a man who was not willing to hunt down his neighbor, who were called uh, Puritans because they sought a, a pure wor worship of God. So, um, uh, the seed grow unmolested. Okay. This man was uh, succeeded by his son, also William Brewster, who 30 years later became the famous elder Brewster of uh, Plymouth Colony, uh, New England. In his turn, he too used his office, his wealth and his social position to protect his um, uh, worshipping neighbor from trouble. Mm -hmm. As a young man, he had been secretary to William Davison, who was secretary of state to Queen Elizabeth, and had ac uh, accompanied uh, Davison to Holland, where he observed the brave Hollanders in arms for the freedom of religion, um, which they won. Doubtless, there was the seed of the later uh, flight of the uh, Puritans to Holland. On his return to um, uh, Scorby, Brewster would tell of Holland, the little uh, Puritan church met in his barn. Um, thither came Reverend John Robinson, a name immortal in the spiritual honors of Amer America, and William um, uh, Bradford, afterward governor of Plymouth Colony. Thus, the quiet incubation of the leaders of Israel to uh, the uh, farther west went on, and when the force of uh, persecution could no longer be evaded, they were not like frightened, scattered sheep, but a strong federation of Christian families gathered in a church that was also an economic unit, unit yeah. with pastors like John Robinson and leaders like Brewster and Bradford. Yes. We must never forget that the real beginning of America was a little believing church, which should marvel at the guiding and defending hand of um, providence that, in spite of kings and uh, prelates, allowed that little church to be gathered. Eventually, they thought religious freedom in Holland. They were not rude, unlettered uh, peasants. Many of them were um, graduates of the ancient English universities and able to read their Bibles in the original Greek and Hebrew. Hmm. However, being gentlemen, scholars, men of peace, they lacked one element necessary for the rude work of the pioneer on a barbarous shore. Okay. Okay. Well, we're almost done with this section, but... Uh... Yeah, please continue. Uh, we'll probably pick this up next week. Okay. Yeah. And and conclude so, and conclude uh, this book. Okay, back to you. Yeah. So fight. This is a subheading of uh, flight to the new world. Behold, another wonder of divine uh, providence. There was a man of Lancashire and Cashier. Lancashire. Yeah. Lancashire. The same country from uh, which George Washington forebears came by name, uh, Miles Standish. Standish. Yes, Miles Standish. Uh, 
disinherited because of his Puritan sympathies, left without property, although sprung of a wealthy family, Miles Standish had gone to Holland to offer his sword against the Spaniards in the fight for a free Christian faith. There he, he rose to the rank of captain. When finally the truce came, Captain Miles Standish wandered to Leiden, the very city where the little uh, Puritan church of um, Scrooby had settled a year before. Whether he joined the little church, we do not know. My opinion is that he did not. He was a soldier, not a theologian. That little church had enough uh, theologians. God was giving them a soldier who could arrange their self-defense in the new uh, wilderness, a Joshua for their Moses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're j well, j just about out of time. So it's uh, uh, less than a minute left. So, yeah. So we'll pick this up next week and we'll conclude God's Covenant People by William Cameron. This is a, a very good summation of the Israel message by uh, somebody who should be a world renowned author, <laughs> but is not because he's an infamous associate of an even more infamous person, namely Henry Ford, okay? So, all right, folks, hope you've been enjoying this uh, narration of uh, The Covenant People by William Cameron. Uh, we'll do one more show on this topic and uh, conclude the section on Israel in America. All right, Michael, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yahweh bless. Okay. Yahweh bless. Yahweh bless you all, and stay tuned to, you know, for uh, more sermons coming up. I believe Brother Abair in the next uh, couple of hours, and then Voice of Christian Israel, and then more Brother Abair after that. So thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh. Pass the ammunition. See you all next time. Bye bye. <laughs>